Alrighty, this is an emergency episode of the Creative Talk <laughs> because we have to talk about something new that just dropped in the creative world in the camera creative world. This new thing kind of changes. Well, let me go back. It's something finally new, if that makes sense. Like something finally this is different and kind of shaking the camera industry. The DJI Ronin 4D. What do you think of this, James? Dude, holy crap. I I think the reason I love DJI so much is because they redefine, like, I mean, just with like drones and gimbals. And this thing is insane. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. It's, well, if you haven't seen it, you need to go look it up. I, uh, do you get the specs up, James? I do. Yeah. Let's start um, with the specs. What is this thing capable of? Yeah, it's a full frame. Well, there's two versions, but there's a full frame 6K um, internal raw recording. And the coolest thing was that one terabyte. Uh, what did they call that? Uh, their the DJI's little hard drive thing. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty neat. It's like DJI yeah, has their really own like SSD, their own proprietary storage which kind of slide mm -hmm. it looks like a it actually looks like a, a gun magazine like ammo it does slides yeah. into it. it looks pretty cool but. and that neck that just comes <laughs> the chicken neck the gimbal the chicken neck so the main the main thing about this thing is it is a gimbal inside a camera or it's a camera inside a gimbal i don't know which what do you think it is it's, is it a camera first or a gimbal first <laughs> oh my gosh well i'd say I, it's a camera first because yeah first yeah because that's the that's the body of it yeah <laughs> So yeah. what what other specs are there we have there? So there's a 6K version and an 8K version, and I believe mm -hmm. other than that they're identical. I believe they, yeah, they're pretty. I I literally looking at the, yeah, both the same. <laughs> okay, so it you got. I don't think the. Gimble, uh, yeah, I don't Pro, think the 8K will be out, but. Man, so ProRes. See, when I mm -hmm. first seen this thing, I thought, okay, it's kind of, this looks like a little, I don't know, gimmicky Osmo thing from DJI. It's probably like consumer fun, but they called it a cinema camera. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, you can't just throw that word around, even though it is thrown around all the time. <laughs> but, but like, what, what makes this a cinema camera? Uh, we got ProRes 422, ProRes Raw. ProRes Raw on this thing. <laughs> full frame it's got well the main thing about this gimbal is it's got that z-axis which is takes mm. out the bobbing up and down the, the chicken head so, <laughs> it's it just totally reminds me of a chicken head coming out of it but um uh, 6k 8k it is it is a oh what are they what's the mount called james do you have that up by chance what does dji uh, call their mount oh yeah because it's not they don't call it e-mount do they no, it's their it's DJI's own mount, but it can be swapped out to E mount, which is crazy. I just think it's so cool. It can be swapped to E mount, but it's um, I forget what they call it. DJI's own proprietary lens um, mount, and they have their own lenses. Is it called like yeah. a P mount or something? Oh my gosh. Well, anyways, so it's got I think it's the same one as their Inspire cameras. It's that mount. So it's inter interchangeable lenses, which the the Inspires have that too. But <laughs> this is full frame interchangeable lenses. It can be swapped to E mount, and with that, you can go to E mount with an EF adapter. So you can use Canon lenses on this thing too, and you can use a it's wicked. And you can also use PL lenses. Um, oh my gosh, I I made a list here. Full frame built built in NDs on this thing. How many what? How many? Oh, I don't even know. I didn't even look. The fact that it has any kind of built in is amazing. I don't know what it was. I was wondering that too, but I didn't see it written anywhere. Uh, uh, and you got that uh, external wireless monitor that I, I don't know. I don't know if it comes with it. I don't know if it comes with it or I know there's combos. So let's... uh. Let's start off. Let, I'm going to go ahead. Oh, well, let me go over the, the frame rates on this. So in full frame, you can do, I know this is important to some people, full frame, you can do up to 48 frames per second. Okay. 
and eight, and this is the 6K. I, I don't know about, I think this may be the same for 8K, but this is, this is based off the 6K version. 48 frames per second in full frame. You can do the, I think it's called like the, I don't know, the cine crop. It crops in a little bit and you can do up to 60 frames. And then in 2K full frame, you can do 100 frames a second. And then if you drop it into Super 35 crop, you can do up to 120 frames per second. Yeah. And <laughs> it's a dual native ISO. That seems to be the trend with all these new cameras now. And the base is 800 and 5,000, which is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so, oh my God. The bro, bro. I haven't been this excited for something in the industry in a long time, a very long time. And it's the, when I first seen this, like I said, I did, I was like, Oh, it caught my eye. Cause it looks weird. It looks like a, a chicken in a chicken poking its head out of a cage is what it looks like. But, and then I start watching stuff and looking into it. I'm like, no way, no way. And it's, I'm more excited and at first. And I know I just shot a video over on my other YouTube channel, absorb media, where I did like kind of my first impressions. And I, I really, when I made that video, I wasn't thinking this was, this is cool, but I wasn't thinking it would be cool for me. But now the more I keep seeing and thinking about it, I'm like, you know what, you know what, maybe, maybe I should buy this thing. So <laughs> I don't know where to start. My notes are kind of everywhere here <laughs> on just like things I want to talk about with this thing. I guess the biggest question though, is if you didn't buy the FX six and you're like, wait, the FX six or this, do you think you'd still do the FX six? So I've, I've been back and forth in my head a lot with this because I can use email <laughs> lenses on this thing, but so the, there's, there's a couple of thoughts on this thing. Um, like, and I don't have the FX six yet. Speaking of, if you just watched the last episode, we talked about this. I just got notified today. My FX six is, uh, pushed out to next month again. Woo. Freaking bummer, yes. dude. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so I was like, reaching i'm asking them like hey like when is there an estimated time and then the guy messaged back and he said it's going to be the same time they told you last time and i was like well they told me it was going to ship this week and then he was this was just a little chat back and forth a little oh, you know, on bh and he said they know it's ne next month i was like well i must have misread that chat because i'm pretty sure they told me I'm, I'm pretty sure i gotta go back and find that transcript they told me october 15th but and then um <laughs> are they saying they're they're saying november 15th is that what they said yeah, yeah, November fifteenth is when they will get it. So then they got to process it, which takes uh, it takes yeah. a couple of days, and then ship it. So I probably won't get it till the end of November. It maybe I'm done. I don't even have an FX six. If it shows up, <laughs> it shows up. But I'll just buy this thing for now. But yeah, honestly, exactly. I was sitting there thinking I'll probably pre order this DJI four D and you get this before my FX six. Now, but, but I when it comes it down to like, <laughs> but but the question is that I think you're asking is am am I going to cancel my FX six and buy this thing? Oh boy. I don't know. Well, I, well, um, the answer is no. I'm not going to. Yeah. And the main yeah. and there's a couple of reasons why. Um, the this 4D it can only take small lenses. You know, it is a full frame. I mean, I can put my email lenses on there, but like the 24 to 70, you know, Sigma mm -hmm. 24 to 70. I don't think that thing could hold that. And I, I, I doubt talk about it. That. Yeah. I think it's only going to be Sig restricted to smaller lenses. Yeah, because Sigma lenses are heavy, so... Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think... Yeah, yeah, I doubt it could. And the second thing is my biggest thing is I do like some of that freehand look sometimes. And mm -hmm. you can you can lock that gimbal off, but I watched... It was... Uh, I think it was Parker Walbeck. Walbeck? I think one of the videos on YouTube. And he locked them off, but it wiggles. It's like loose, you know? So, like, oh. it, it kind of has this little wiggle to it when he was freehanding it when you lock it off, so... I don't know. Hmm. That, that, would, that would bug me. That would really bug me if I don't want that gimbal look or feel. Yeah. So, uh, and, um, so that's kind of a real make it or break it for me. Because if mm -hmm. I'm stuck to a gimbal, I'd rather not have one. Because I can still put any camera on a gimbal, even without that Z-axis. Which with that Z-axis, it almost makes the footage look like a steady cam. It doesn't mm -hmm. even, it doesn't really have that gimbal. It gets rid of that gimbal look. But yeah. So. No, I'm not going to cancel my fix six for this, but I would, I was talking to Caitlin about this. Um, <laughs> if I should sell my RS2 that I just bought with like a black magic oh. bundle, because I was like, my, I have a second 4k that just lives on the RS2. It's the whole purpose mm -hmm. of that the whole purpose of that camera 
and that gimbal for me is they just live together. They're just joined as one. And that's all they do. I have that on every shoot just in case I need the gimbal to grab and go. But that's kind of what this camera is, is like a ready to go. Yeah, gimbal. it's built. It's all built in one. <laughs> yeah. So with the Epic 6 having 10 bit, the option of RAW, and then this is, has ProRes RAW internally or even just the 422HQ, mm-hmm. I would absolutely love to have those two cameras as my package just two backpacks fx6 couple lenses this camera this 4d and a couple lenses there's my gimbal specialty shots there's my fx6 because that's how i see this camera i see it as like Mm -hmm. a drone or something it's kind of a specialty um supplementary camera as a tool if you need those kind of shots now would you still keep your one of the 4ks or you think about selling both or I think I keep one. So think what we had talked about is I decided I would probably only get what, like two grand out of selling the RS2 and yeah, the Black Magic. So I was like, mm-hmm. mm, I think those cameras are worth it more to me because I was thinking when I hire people out, it's probably better for me to have a kit for them. Uh, or like uh, when I hire, I have people I hire to go do some live streams for a client of mine. And like, I usually to lend them a camera and get that back. But if right. I had extra Black Magic, it'd probably be good just to kind of, you know, hold on to this. You're on call when I, you know, I just having spare cameras is always good for me because I have people yeah, out at different locations and yeah, not only just myself, but other people I may hire. So I think it's worth it. It's worth more to me to keep it, but yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm probably selling. But I'm really tempted to buy this thing. I really am. <laughs> um, but I, I did say in my video on uh, over on my channel, I did mm-hmm. mention that. There's nothing that this thing has or can do that I can't do. That you can't, yeah. Which, yeah, so yeah like, that's true. I mean, I, I guess mean, it just means, like, I guess you're not even really taking that much less gear. It's just really a camera, the gimbal, and... Yeah, set it up balancing. I mean, it'd be nice not to ever have to balance the thing. Just put right. it in a bag. Like, that is amazing. And yeah, that's balance is really so quick. Like, I mean, like, it's... It just... I don't know. So... I, and then someone brought up doing weddings with it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this thing is the ultimate run and gun camera. <laughs> it really is. Like when you talk run and gun, this camera is run and gun like through and through. It just, it's going to change the way a lot of people shoot things mm-hmm. a lot. Do you see yourself yeah. ever getting one? Are you going to pre-order <laughs> one? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know if Shelly would let me. <laughs> <laughs> but well, um, it's only the price no. of a nice car. Right, exactly. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. But I know we kind of talked about earlier, like um, it being like a startup type of thing for people. Like if they're like just now getting into it. I think you, yeah. did you mention it in, that in your video? I did mention it, but I'm glad mm-hmm. you brought that up because I didn't really, I didn't talk about it very well. Like, yeah, when I say <laughs> like a good starter camera, I don't mean like this is a beginner camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, you know, just go buy seven grand, go down to Best Buy, apply for a credit card. And now I don't even know. I wonder if Best Buy is going to sell this thing. They sell a lot of DJI stuff, but. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, no, I don't know. This is kind of higher price. So I don't know. Yeah. And I also, I didn't like in my video, I mentioned too, like somebody with an a7 III. I meant like anybody coming from the DSLR who is starting to like kick it up a notch and they're starting to pick mm-hmm. up more clients. Like they have income. you like, you already have a business. You're already making stuff, but you're still in the early stages. I think this would be like, it's an all in one package. Like a, it's a, it is an investment. It'd be a big investment to make in yourself and your company. But if you don't have a gimbal and you don't have a lot of the stuff, you don't, you don't have raw, you're not used to shooting ProRes, but you I want mean, to, you want to step it up. I mean, it's a one man band camera. <laughs> it, it really it is. is. It's so crazy. I mean, the, this, it, it didn't even, so it's got LIDAR, mm-hmm. which has the LIDAR. Have you seen that? How that works? The LIDAR focus where. Um, I've seen a little bit in Matt, like I watched Maddie's video. I didn't, uh, yeah, he didn't go too in depth in it, but yeah, he mentioned it. They, um, Mm -hmm. so the way it works is, you know, uses LIDAR technology to like sense what's in front of it. And then you get that top down view of pulling focus, which is, Mm -hmm. looks like the best way to pull focused. Honestly, it is like having that kind of view. So the LIDAR is not new. The RS2 is the attachment. I don't have it, but you can buy it and put it on the RS2. And then you got the focus motors that work with it. And you can put manual lenses on the RS2 and get autofocus, which is appealing to me because now I can get autofocus on my Black Magics, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, I don't know how well it actually works in the real world, but it looks like online that it's working well for a lot of people. But 
you have that. And then you got, I seen people with the, the touchscreen and anybody familiar with DJI drones, you know, you can just drag a box and track them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can do that on this thing on the Ronin 4D, just drag and track somebody like that. So if you're hanging this thing out of a car, you can just drag a box around like in a car or a motorcycle or if you're filming something moving and just don't drop it. And it's going to keep it in focus and keep it in the frame. Now, I don't know if there's a feature, if you can drag a box around it, like move it left and right, like put position them on the thirds if that's where you want it, or Mm -hmm. it's always like centered. This is something I never liked about the DJI drones, which I haven't messed with that too much. I do it all manual, but I wonder, there probably is a way out there. I wonder if someone knows if you can put, do you know? Can you like drag a box on someone on the drone and like have them place it on the third? I think you can on the newer drones. I don't think you can on the one I have. Yeah. I think that that started after the. I don't think the DJI Phantom 4 Pro does it. I don't think. I have the Mavic yeah. Air too, and I think I I want to say I've played with it a little bit, but I don't. I don't know. I really need to get out and play with that drone. I always pull it out and shoots, and I'm I'm just too. <laughs> I'm usually on time crunches, and I'm time to experiment. Mm-hmm. Like a, um. <laughs> But yeah, so DJI has always made, I've always loved them for what they make. They always make quality stuff. But mm-hmm. I, with the Osmo Pocket, which I have, and the Osmo Pocket 2, and the Osmo Action they've come out with, and then they, I mean, they they make the Mavic Air, that the Mavic Air, the Mavic Mini. I was like, oh, I think they're starting to lean more toward, they're focusing on like consumer products and not like prosumer or professional. You know, they still have mm-hmm. the Ronin. They make all that. I mean, they make, they're all, they're everywhere all over the market, you know? oh yeah super high-end professional to consumer christmas presents for your kid kind of drone stuff (laughs) and and i've always loved it about them because they're from up and down on whatever end of the market it's quality then they released this cinema camera is it's like like dji just stepped into the cinema camera world like this thing is sitting next to the fx6s it's sitting next to the reds right now people are starting to compare the komodos (laughs) to this and well, just core. think, just think if this is what they do when they drop their first cinema camera, just think what it's going to look like in like five years. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. And that's, I keep, yeah. I, I mean, we were just talking about that last episode. What are cameras going to look like? And like, you know, we're talking about <laughs> and then this e- happens. Elon making this thing for to do, make film with your brain. Well, like we're getting close. This camera kind of does yeah. everything for you. Yeah. I think it's this a great well, investment for that person who's not who's finally making an income as a business and not quite there to like hire anybody but they mm-hmm. need somebody but they can make that upfront purchase or get a small business loan to get this thing you know and yeah it makes I, me it, it would be so so fun to just see people's reactions like you're taking this thing to a wedding and they're just kind of like what is, is that, that a chicken <laughs> <laughs> well it's like it's got me really curious cuz um you know DJI dropping this that that was yesterday, right? No. Today. Yeah. It was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. No, it was yesterday. Right? And I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it was yesterday. And yeah. I seen As a of um, this. post today by them where the twenty seventh of the, this month they're dropping something else. Yeah, I don't know what that could be. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm like, what are you guys like? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm gonna guess it's a it's the Mavic Pro three. You think I'm so? Calling it. I'm calling it. That's what it is. I bet it's yeah, going to be Mavic Pro 3 and something else. I bet I bet they'll have more, but I bet the Mavic Pro 3 is going to be announced. It's about time. I mean, I'm glad I didn't buy the Pro 2 yet. I've been yeah, happy with my yep. Air. Um, I do need to I do need to step it up in the drone quality a little bit. I would love to have yeah. a Tendit in the Air. My problem is it's like I, I never really have anything to work. Actually, somebody that I used to work with um, at the old hospital um, <laughs> just asked me, he was like, hey, yeah, we're moving to Florida. And uh, my wife and I, he's like, and I need some drone footage of the house that we're selling. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, so that's like the first time I'll be breaking my drone out in quite a while. Yeah. Well, it's it's cool. Yeah. It's fun. It is fun to fly. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. I love it. Like, I always want an opportunity to use it. And it just doesn't happen. A lot, a lot of people will like, oh, you got a drone and hire me for it. Or, you know how many mm-hmm. people started a conversation with you just because they knew you had a drone? Oh, yeah. Yeah. People talk <laughs> but like though i've had the last wedding i went like you're bringing the drone you bring the drone I'm like yeah i'm bringing the drone and like i brought it up and i had like two shots of the venue and i'm like it's cool it's a new perspective but like i don't know people they overhype the drone stuff yeah i think people think you can do more with the drone than what you actually can so yeah, i mean i don't yeah. yeah like i it flies and i can't but 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that's about it. Uh, but yeah. And uh, what I feel like this camera is just, I don't, I don't know. It's, and you can also strip it down and go really light, take all the handles off of it and stuff. And you can put it mm-hmm. on to like a crane yeah. or I wonder if there's gonna be car mounts. Also, I don't know if you've seen this, well, but the, the gimbal comes off the body. So, Oh, it does. Yeah. I, did, I guess I, I didn't see, see that. Yeah. And we really don't know why yet. Like what are they going to make different things? Like I bet they're going to, I bet it'll go on to the inspire. And mm-hmm. also bet they'll make some, don't they already have like an RC car type deal? I bet they'll make a car thing for oh, it. Oh, I'm sure. Or yeah. I wonder if the, what if that gimbal just comes off and they can attach that straight to like a car mount. So it's like a really light, full frame, small camera with ProRes RAW. I seen, I seen where Tilta, they already had like, um, like car car rigs and everything. With I seen pictures of it. I was like, wow, that looks that looks awesome <laughs> for the Ronin 4D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought I seen that too. Yeah. And I also seen a shoulder rig for it too. Mm-hmm. And it's the yep. most ridiculous looking camera on a shoulder it, rig. Yes. <laughs> it is insane. just a funny looking camera, but it looks yeah. ergonomically really nice to use with the top handle and the side grips that are in tight. It mm-hmm. seems like a, it seems like a really fun camera to shoot with. Makes me wonder like what, with DJI dropping this, how does that make all the other camera companies feel? <laughs> canon sony <laughs> yeah like like dji i mean they, they i mean like i said they made the, they did make the osmo the original osmos do you remember mm-hmm. those yeah um they haven't made one in a while right no Mm-mm. yeah the osmo and i've i've seen some beautiful footage out of that and some crazy stuff people have done i always wanted one of those so they're pretty cool but then they made the osmo pockets and i got that and i thought that it's really fun i like the osmo pocket mm-hmm. but like to have an osmo pocket that could shoot you know, higher quality footage and full frame would be just mind blowing to me. And I mean, this is not pocket size by any means, but the Ford yeah. is like, <laughs> you just pick it up and turn it on, you know, and it's, it's, you just pick it up and turn it on and it's gimbal and a camera and it's full frame and you got internal NDs and you got pros raw. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, all of that, plus if you get, even if you got the 8k bundle, I mean, that's like 11, five, and that's still so much cheaper than like what yeah. a red would be. Oh yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's so and, crazy. And, and for the, for a single person, you're not buying, you know, maybe your company, you know, with five to 10 employees. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. you look at reds, but, or even two or three, look at reds, but say you're one single person or just two people and reds is kind of, a, you know, it's a huge investment mm-hmm. and you, in, I don't know. I just see, I see a lot of people looking at this camera who just because of what it can do. And what blows my mind is it has all these features again. Well, I'm like, Oh, that's all cool. That's all cool. Like it looks really fun to use. looks easy to use built in. These it's wicked, but what's the image quality like, you know, mm-hmm. how does, what are the, what's it like to work with? And from what I've seen online, it looks amazing. And people are saying it's, it's holding up next to a lot of the other cinema cameras. And it really is, standing its ground next to like even the red komodo Mm -hmm. it would surprise me i've heard people say it's like really heavy too uh who um oh man i'm gonna hate myself for spacing this guy's name um that's what we do here (laughs) we do you watch better than mispronouncing it i'm totally right uh, (laughs) because you watch him all the time he uh he's the older guy from please tell me it's not philip bloom you're not forgetting yes, Philip Bloom. Bloom. Oh my you gosh. Philip Bloom's name. <laughs> I hope oh he never my. listens to this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, cut that but... out. Already cut that out, James. <laughs> not on the podcast. You forget Philip Bloom. Philip Bloom, the god of filmmaking. Okay. Sorry. It's so yeah. funny because I seen a tweet by him earlier today and he was like, he was like, Yeah. He's like, it's really cool, but you know, someone with a bad back like me, um, yeah. can't really hold it for too long. <laughs> uh, I, I hope he does a review. I love Philip Bloom. I, I love I Philip Bloom. Philip Bloom mm-hmm. is like my role model and is always inspiring to me when I, whenever I create anything. I guess watching him makes me want to keep doing what I do. I I love everything he makes, his style. By the way, if you if anyone out there listening is looking for some great ed, ed, digital education, his classes on MZ are absolutely amazing. Like I thought I knew a lot and I bought it just because I'm a fan of Philip Bloom. I still learned so much stuff, even things that you just think you know about already, but just 
watching him do it. But I don't know. I learned a lot, but I highly recommend that. Hmm. Off topic, but how much are uh, are his classes? I think MZ is. They may have a subscription now. Um, it mm. may be cheaper, mm-hmm. but I I think it was two hundred bucks, and he has two courses on there. Oh, okay, that's but, not too bad. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. Well, it's kind of funny because I mean, most people that are listening to this or watching this, they understand that, like you know, when you say that the the Cinema 4D is six K is you know a little over seven thousand dollars, but you tell that to somebody else. I was talking to my dad. Uh, yesterday and i was like he was like oh how much is that i was like oh, that's a little over seven thousand he's like what i'm like yeah but do you understand what it actually is yeah they don't they don't understand <laughs> no, that but yeah not at all and i wouldn't i mean honestly personally i wouldn't spend more than uh probably four thousand i don't know four th- i'd say four thousand dollars and if you're not making money with the camera or you're a very passionate filmmaker and you you know you are actually making films Mm-hmm. I don't think you'd be spending that money. Like, yeah, if you're dropping mm-hmm. seven grand, it's just a play camera. I mean, you're just right there and there. <laughs> That's kind of, but uh, yeah, I just, I now the more I think about this camera, just for weddings, I want mm-hmm. it just for that. Really want it just for that. And I'm thinking that I can probably justify that investment next year. It depends on. We'll see how many weddings are booked. If I book. Yeah, I, I that's book, what I was about uh, to ask you. Um. Yeah, because you only have a few few more li- this year, right? Yeah, about wrapping up wedding season right now. Wrapping, yeah, it's fall, um, which I'm excited to have more time to work on passion projects. But yeah, yeah, I need to take more time to work on passion projects and worry about making money later. But <laughs> uh, the uh, and I just think like the no no need to balance and w- mm-hmm. all these features and no sacrifice in image quality is what blows my right. mind. And it's the closest thing I think you're going to get to a steady cam with just hitting the camera without like, <laughs> well, I, I don't know. We didn't talk about the tilt of float, did we? Like the tilt of float, I always want to get that. And because of the, the way it handles the footage, but like, I know the prices don't even compare, but I could Between get the tilt of the, float. Oh, the tilt of float and the, yeah. Because yeah. I'll have <laughs> the FX6, I have the RS2, and I'm going to get the tilt of float. I kind of can run around and get those kind of, you know, shots with the z axis taken out so but mm-hmm. uh, just think about that setup though but that who knows setup, when the tilt of floats will <laughs> ever be yeah, back in I stock i don't know <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna pull the trigger on it we'll see but the i was going to it was all gun ho about it but then i bought mm-hmm. the fx6 and then like this stuff like this and i'm like you know what i'm gonna hold off because I, I don't know what i'm doing right now i may just want to buy this thing but <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, this this uh rona 4d but the uh Think about what goes into setting up something like a Steadicam. Mm-hmm. All the parts and pieces, and some of them you need two people to even put on. That part is like, that. that's kind of what always kind of overwhelmed me about stuff like that, where it's just, just like, oh man, that's like so many. Uh, plus it's like so much that you can lose. and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, part something, yeah. And then now think about this little Ronin oh, 40 man. and just pull that out of a backpack and you've got, very close <laughs> to those steady cam shots. I, w- I mean, mm-hmm. a steady cam, I think, is always going to have the little organic because it's more manually smooth, like manually uh, countered by a person, you know. I don't know what mm-hmm. word I'm looking for. It's manually operated. Uh, yeah. Where, like, the tilt of float still is using a motorized, like, gimbal at the end of it, where I still think it may not totally look or um, organic, I think is what I'm thinking. Um, how steady cams have that kind of smooth organic feel that doesn't feel motorized but it's smooth and it's super smooth i don't know explain it but yeah because i know sometimes people yeah i know some sometimes people have like pet peeves of footage looking too smooth they're like um (laughs) yeah and that's i don't like it i don't like it there's something about like Mm -hmm. a push in and pant like a push in or pull out with a gimbal i don't like but i love a push in and pull out on a dolly or a slider yes most definitely I don't yep. know. It's just something a little more precise about it. Like if I want that shot, I'd rather use a slider if I can. Like gimbals for me, it's mainly for like, like in our film we're working on. I know um, there's a shot in there. We, we're working on a practice shoot right now, but there's a shot mm-hmm. of a, there's a long one take walking, walking scene. It's kind of walk and talk. Someone's on the phone talking. So the gimbal, I mean, it's kind of the only way to get that kind of shot. I don't have a steady cam. So I have a gimbal. So yeah, I'm going to use it for that. And then uh, weddings. I mean, obviously, all the floaty dreamlike stuff you need a gimbal for. But like events yeah. are pretty much the only time I'm using a gimbal because it's versatile. 
you know, if mm-hmm. I need a slide in or pull a shot, I can use, I can get a similar shot on a gimbal, but I obviously don't have time to set up tracks or set up my, my slider and stuff like that. So gimbals do have a place for that. But this thing looks from what the footage I've seen, it kind of, what do you think? Do you think it, it looks better than a gimbal or does it look like any other gimbal footage you've seen? Hmm. Like, do, you, do you think it looks oh, no, like I, any camera I think, on a I gimbal? I think it might be a little bit better, honestly. I mean, um, I thought so too. And, it, and then Especially with that up and down, the, what is that, the Z-axis, right? Yeah, the Z-axis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. Um, I would love to see like this right next to like the rs2 and see like what the you know be, i really want to see that yeah um uh, i really want to see that and even something like the tilt the float but yeah i, I was thinking mm, it looks yeah. so much better and then i was thinking is it just because of the z-axis is taken out like does it really make that much a difference and i'm really starting to think it does the z-axis really takes a gimbal away from feeling like a gimbal like the mm-hmm. like you were talking about those pet peeves people who have those pet peeves which i believe i'm one of them yeah same <laughs> i think it's the z-axis i just don't like and mm-hmm. i think this may solve it but yeah and, and the screen on this thing is a 5.1 5.5 right 5.5 inch screen i believe i think that's as like as big as my phone <laughs> I, maybe even I a little think, bit bigger <laughs> is that isn't that what you have on your 6k pro isn't it about a 5 5.5 I, I think so yeah I think, I mean, that's a huge screen and a nice screen. I imagine it's really, I mean, it's, oops, it's bumped my mic. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to everyone's little ears. Um, So the, uh, the, it, I don't know, like you don't rig this thing up, you know, the battery. <laughs> let me talk about battery life. I heard someone say it takes the, uh, or it lasts. I don't remember. Anyways, to me, if it hits an hour or over, it's good. So mm-hmm. like it's golden. And I believe it totally went over that. I think someone said they got an hour and a half. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. But <laughs> it's it's battery life is good. And it takes the, uh, I don't know what they call it, but it's the same as the Inspire drones and the, the um, Movi batteries, I believe. Mm, it's Movi. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same batteries on that. So it's, I don't know. I don't know. This this has really got me excited. And it just yeah, got me excited I, in, for in the, the camera world. I haven't been this excited in a long time. I think... Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Same. <laughs> I can't really think of any company that's like came out with a even within the past like year and a half, two years that cameras have just been coming out left and right. I yeah, mean, and this, I think I, I don't care. I mean, what mm-hmm. the A seven three just came out today, which what or A seven four, right? A's, yes, A seven four, A seven four, which. Like I'm not excited. There's there's Sony A something coming out every day. It feels like or <laughs> there, Canon R something. Well, and <laughs> it's like I feel like cameras like Sony and Canon they're like becoming super predictable. So whereas in yeah. a company like DJI, they're like, um, yeah, let me mix that up a little bit. <laughs> they're exciting, and honestly, now that they've they've created, I mean, they just stepped foot in the ring. They are in the mm-hmm. cinema camera world, and they are in it in a new way. They came in hard. Now it's I mean, going to make everybody else. <laughs> yeah, they practically came in with their own game at this point with this kind of tech on the camera itself. It's, it's just wild to me. And I don't know. When I, I had seen this leaked months ago. Remember I sent it to you. Do you remember yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was it. And it was real. And... I thought I didn't think I was like that's a weird looking stupid camera that DJI is working on. I was like, is this just a giant Osmo Pocket with a huge V lock on the back or something? But kinda it is, but not an Osmo Pocket. It's a full frame. I just can't get over this. Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked. And the more I keep talking about this, we better stop. I can't talking. wait to. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if there will be anywhere. Well, yeah, there'll be places that you could probably rent it and like. Yeah, that that'd be really fun to that to do. <laughs> you know what? But I might buy Austin's one and like, rent it out. I might just buy it to rent it out. So if anyone you know is interested in renting, I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> let me know. Reach out or email at the Creative Talk, talk Podcast at absorbproductions.com. Yeah, no, for real though, I, I'm considering like um, I am thinking about putting some cameras up on ShareGrid and stuff. I have enough, but. I wonder if I could get this because this camera I'm not going to use all the time, but I bet people would love to use it. So I don't know. You got to be worth it. 
Hmm. I don't know. Like hmm. with, with, I guess it wouldn't just have to be Indiana, but it's like, would you want to ship the camera that like, how far are you willing to be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on what people are willing to pay. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I just want an excuse to get this camera, but uh, right. <laughs> I mean, know. hey, that's if that's the way we have to justify it, then uh, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I it would be really useful. Like, I want my FX6, and I want this Ronin 4D. Almost called it the RSD4. I don't. <laughs> sounds like a Star Wars. Android, <laughs> All these but. numbers and letters just jumbled together. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I just. <laughs> I don't know. I thought this was a really, 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 really cool thing. And it's something finally new that's just, I mean, like I just mentioned, the A7 IV came out and I didn't even look at the specs. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's like 30. I, I don't, pictures. I didn't either. Yeah. I just seen that. So I was like, drop in the new camera. It's like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of like, no, I don't pay attention to the, the DSLRs anymore. Almost, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I'm aware of them and they're, they're fun to talk about, but like, I don't dive into them and consider them, you know. Yeah, but that's fair. The, well, you're kind of getting out of get getting out of that area, so. Yeah, yeah well, we kind of have to, and mm, yeah, the. Uh, yeah. I mean, I still want them for other stuff. I mean, other kinds of content, especially just I mean, small bite-sized content make for clients. Mm -hmm. But where I'd want is a Ronin 4D for that stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome! Awesome. <laughs> Just because I, you know, grab that and turn up on a, a site set and you're kind of, you're kind of strapped for anything that can be thrown at you, you know? With and then later, the 4D. Then later tonight, I'll, I'll get a text saying, uh, I pre-ordered one. It was so funny because earlier, like when I was at work today, uh, I got, like it was like five or six notifications at one time from YouTube. It was literally all about this camera. I'm like, dang, like everybody. <laughs> yeah. I um, I didn't really care much for it. I just have like, just looking at it, I'm like, huh, that's weird. Right. Yeah. Yep. But we didn't and, think uh, it was going to be this, this game changing. No, honestly, when I heard <laughs> it was full frame, that's what I was like, I don't know why, like that drew my attention. I was like full frame on that thing. Mm -hmm. And then interchangeable lenses. I'm like, okay, I'm checking this out. And then I looked at it and I started learning raw pros. When I heard ProRes yeah. raw on that thing and it's built in, I was like, oh, I, so, I am really surprised. It's not more than what it is. Like I, I was, yeah, I'm, I was worried. Like, is it going to, I thought maybe is this thing going to be stacked up next to like the $20,000 price range? Right. Nope. It's yep. sub $10,000. I mean, for the so 6K. crazy. I don't even know. <laughs> which one, which one's more appealing to you, 8K or 6K? I think probably 6K to be honest cuz I mean I, 8K is I I just feel like it's kind of overkill. I mean I, I feel so. like a lot I mean, of people um feel like a lot of people don't even shoot 8K other than like I'm, most of the YouTubers I watch don't even shoot 8K. I think MKBHD does, but that's just cuz he's MKBHD. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, like, I don't know what you need AK for other than the reframing, yeah. punching in, which is, I guess, yeah, exactly. I guess punching in, you punch in 50% and not lose a single pixel in 4K, you know, like you have all that resolution. But if I'm punching in that much, I need a second camera, you know, I don't right. know. Right. I guess it's that, nice that's to have an option. But. Yeah, I feel like if you're shooting 8K, like if you're needing to zoom in that much, you're kind of missing the mark and yeah, pre production. Yeah, like, <laughs> how much do you need cushion there? But. Uh, 6k mm -hmm. i think is a sweet spot because i definitely oh yeah cushion. Mm -hmm. i like to punch in i like to stabilize I like to reframe I like to push things a little bit around yeah 6k would be perfect for me mm -hmm. only the fx6 was 6k you the know it's FX so crazy that it's not i keep yeah. thinking like fx6 i was like oh yeah that's 6 eight. no it's not <laughs> i know we're used to the way black magic names their cameras but yeah, exactly. yeah, they, yeah the fx6k <laughs> unless they come out with a new model and it's the fx six pro k <laughs> pro max <laughs> pro max Ultra. they start going after after apple yeah. <laughs> they're naming <laughs> Man. oh gosh <laughs> so this i mean who do you think who do you think are the type of people that are gonna be buying the 4d like right now like what do you think it's gonna be people buying it as an a cam I, for some reason i just don't see this thing being an a cam i, I don't see it think as, so especially. yeah mm-hmm yeah, I don't think, um, I think it's definitely something wedding videographers will go after for sure. 
Um, yeah. But. Hmm. But beyond yeah, I, that, like, I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. Like, I think you're right. I think uh, the wedding, the wedding industry is going to freak out over this thing. Mm-hmm. Cause they're going to, somebody's going to get it. Some other wedding videographer is going to see it online. Another person's going to see it. And they're <laughs> gonna be like, Oh my gosh. This, I mean, I think this thing is, I, I don't think it was a better camera for wedding filmmakers. I really don't, I don't think, I think so. this is, this is it. I don't think it's, so. It, you know, you, you have it all ready to go, and that's what weddings are. Just go, 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 go. I mean, that you're set. Get this I mean, thing. Maybe if you're like a one-man band and, you know, making short films, like maybe, you know, people. But, like, if you're not making money with short films, that's kind of a lot of money to. It is. So let's say so. let's say you have so you're somebody with a GH4 or a GH5 or let's say an A7 II, you know, like kind of an older camera that. It's kind of known for video. It has good good video quality, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't see I don't see that person like you know you have an eight thousand dollar budget. What camera are you looking at? I mean, this is there, but then you also got the FX six. You have the Red mm-hmm. Komodo. You have I mean, what's going to make people pick this over that when you can get that camera? And if especially narrative filmmaking, since it's kind of you know well thought out and planned. You know, mm-hmm. like if I need a gimbal shot or I need a slider shot, I can just set one up or I can just get a gimbal. Is would it be better to go that way? I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Like, do you see anyone? I don't know. What what camera would you be coming from to buy this is what I'm trying to figure out. Hmm. Like what what camera? I don't understand like where you would be. I don't know. That's why I think it'd probably be more supplementary or the wedding world. Right, Narrat- mm-hmm. it would be awesome for narrative. I think a few people definitely were going to buy this for narrative stuff. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's just I don't know. It's just really cool. <laughs> it's just a really cool camera. Um, and I've always loved my Osmo Pocket. And I don't even tell you, I used it in uh, my last wedding film. I used the Osmo Pocket. I don't- oh, you did? Yeah, it actually, it actually made it to the film. I usually bring it for what? like behind the scenes like stuff for Instagram. That's that's what I think the Osmo Pocket's great for. If anyone's got a okay. small business and you just need to create content, the Osmo Pocket Links is a, an amazing little content creating camera in your pocket outside of your phone. I think it's, well, I don't know about these newer phones. I got to see side by sides. But the, uh, I, yeah, I used it and cut it next to my Black Magic. It was just an, um, a smooth shot down the aisle. I'd forgot my gimbal. And, uh, oh, you did? Had, yeah. Uh, or no, I didn't forget. Oh. So I, I had a, this, this wedding had two locations. We had a had a barn, and then the ceremony was a drive way out of the way down the road in a field, and then in the woods was the ceremony. So I left my gimbal okay. back at the barn, but I had my Osmo Pocket on me, and I was like, I'm just gonna grab this shot just in case and see if it was okay. And I did, and it looked really good on when I had a, got home on the computer. So I wow. used it. Wow, so that was a small little thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, so crazy. That so, so like, I love <laughs> those little products by DJI to see like what they can do with this is. Wicked. Yeah, the biggest thing with the Osmo Pocket is the Z-axis because mm, it's so tiny. Yeah. It's so tiny. You know, like it's hard <laughs> to keep your hand. Just, I mean, just this is so big on that screen. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Did we miss anything about this camera? I don't think so. Nothing that's out right now. <laughs> I don't know what problems like, you could have with this camera. The only problems I have is I won't be able to put big lenses on it, mm-hmm. any like heavy lenses, um, even though it can take E-mount. And, um, Locking off the gimbal, I've seen people using sport mode for this, but locking off the gimbal, just getting some of that freehand stuff. So mm-hmm. you want to do mm-hmm. like a chaotic scene or something like that, or you know, a fight scene, or you know, you know, you know what I mean. If you want that freehand look, can you get that with this? But like I said, I seen someone use the lock, and they said like it was really loose, it wiggled and stuff. So I don't know. I'm sure that's going to show up in the footage when you're running around yeah. with the thing and trying. Or yeah, hmm. but yeah, I don't, I don't know what there would be. Obviously, I haven't got my hands on one, but I don't know what you would hate about this. What does this thing need? <laughs> it needs an editor that just edits your footage. Yeah, comes with really. It. It right. just comes with an editor. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to say it's perfect, but it's like 92% there. <laughs> uh, from what people are saying, too, and just from looking at it and reading online, it's probably the closest thing to a perfect camera. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it really is. Like, if, coming from nothing, so you have nothing, but you have the money and you're just going to buy everything at once, kind of. It kind of solves all the issues you would ever need or ever have with any other camera. Now in the future, if they can figure out a way to 
you know, for that gimbal to be able to hold those bigger lenses. Oh yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Every, every even, other I don't even, camera yeah, company I don't even should quit. It maybe, <laughs> maybe it can. I don't even know. I haven't seen anyone try yet. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I doubt it can, uh, but yeah. You don't know. Cause Those I'm just thinking, I'm like strange. how heavy the Sigma lenses are. I'm like, ah, that's pretty. Or heavy. <laughs> what if that's why the gimbal comes off? Cause they have like, I don't know how, what kind of parts come off of it. What if they up, they upgrade or update or have a new version of a thicker, beefier head that comes out of it for heavier lenses. That would be awesome. Oh yeah. Might as well just sell all your other cameras and just get If this. DJI <laughs> does that, first of all, you know, hats off to them. If, if they do this, because that would mean they're just selling an attachment, not like a whole new camera. So you to buy and one for bigger lenses or something like that. It'd be cool mm -hmm. if they could do it and like price it, price it, um, fairly, you know, so people with big man. Yeah, you're right. If they do that, I don't know <laughs> if it could hold, you know, a 70 to 200. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. That um, little bitty. It's so funny. Cause the camera itself is just like, you know, it's not very big. So no, that's <laughs> why that I lens on the end is full frame. I was say yeah. Frame. I, yeah. I like, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, James. I don't know about this thing. If we're going to buy right. it or I not. Guess, I guess it's time to hit that. I see that reserve, but reserve now, but reserve. Right <laughs> Maybe we should go in together. You gonna buy one together? I'd be down. Maybe <laughs> split the monthly payments. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. People do that all the time. We'll see what uh we'll see what next year looks like. But what is there a release date on this thing right now? Um, it's there's no says, release date that I've seen. It there? says will be available starting in December. Oh. Mm-hmm. So oh. pretty quick. Yeah. So probably before I get my FX6. Well, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> as long as these aren't pushed back too <laughs> yeah i have so many projects next month you know and, and it's gonna be aggravating when right when i wrap up my last shoot the fx6 is gonna show up in the mail december is like mm -hmm. dead for me you know and oh. <laughs> i'm gonna be so mad i don't but <sighs> well is there anything else you want to add about this camera is there anything no that we i missed? think i think that's about it that uh we'll just have to keep our eye on this and see uh, see where it goes from here. Yeah. And uh, maybe give it about another six months and then we'll get a, uh, a second version of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's upsetting when you spend that kind of money and like something new comes out. Like by the time I get my FX6, there'll probably be something new. The FX8 oh, yeah. or whatever. I don't know. That is, the, that is the problem with cameras though. Like you, as soon as you buy something new, something else is going to, it's already outdated. <laughs> yeah. And that's where or like. Outdated. Yeah. It, updated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever uh the, the 6k well then you get like 6k and 6k pro where the update's totally worth right. it but yeah yeah and and my mindset has changed a lot this year and that's where i really shifted toward the fx6 is the fx6 mm -hmm. my dream camera yes or no but like if i wasn't doing this for a living i probably would buy a red for fun you know red komodo or something mm -hmm. like i would spend more money on just the camera but I have more operation costs and I time. Yeah. Time is more valuable than money. So like I need efficiency. So the FX6 was just smarter. But like my mindset has changed in the way of where I try, I try. I say it changed, but <laughs> I still come like, I got to look at these things as tools, you mm -hmm. know, tools for the business. What is going to benefit the business efficiently and, you know, keep creating content for clients and stuff. And, when you say that, that 4D is like the definition of efficiency. Right. You know? So I don't know. That's why I keep wanting. That's why I think it's why I'm so excited for it. Because I, I mm -hmm. would see myself using it a lot. Um, I have my eyes on it. We'll see what next year looks like. But um, I'll get my FX6. We'll see where I'm at. If that uh, scratches all my itches. And if not, then maybe I'll get the <laughs> 4D. Maybe I got fed up with the RS2. But And just want one of those. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Everybody, uh, you need to stay tuned because we're only a few a few months away away to uh to the till the new year. So we'll uh we'll see what happens. <laughs> if we, we don't know. We may buy this. We might buy four. I don't know. But I I don't know. It, I so think Caitlin will kill to. you. I don't know. I don't know. She'd probably have fun using it. Honestly, she'd probably really like using it. That that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's probably an easy grab and go. Um, I'll buy it for her. For Christmas. Exactly. There I mean, 
But I could already uh, see how that would go. That would no, be hilarious. You all would love to do that. She's pretty, if, I don't know if she's going to listen to this or not, but it would just be hilarious to watch her open that and then just like, just the look, I could see it now, the look she'd give me. Just yep. me, like knowing, knowing it's not for her. But Actually, that's for me. I just, you know, wrapped it and put it to you. But. How hilarious would that be if I just like, we're going we're to have a tree in the living room and just if I just had like one present there and it's like from Santa to me. <laughs> like, don't say nothing about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what it is. Oh, no way. But, uh, okay, this has to happen now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, that's all, all right. I have to say. Yeah. Just wanted to I, thank you for jumping on here so short notice, James. And just yeah, so absolutely. I, I was we were more than happy to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, we were both real excited. And I do want to. I, I should have said. I should have said this at the beginning of the episode. Um, the next one will still be outdoors. That's the plan. I know this isn't the outdoor episode that we had mentioned. If gave a heads up on, it's gonna happen next. So just a heads up. The audio. The audio will be fine. The listening experience may vary because I don't know what kind of nature sounds you're going to hear. But I just wanted to let you guys know that this was just a spontaneous episode we had to do because this camera just came out and we really wanted to talk about it. It's kind of hard not to talk about this thing right now. It is. Yeah, and I think that's what. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to kind of start, try to start doing. Though is like you know because companies are bringing out things so quickly, we're just gonna you know start making these last minute impromptu videos yeah. so that way you know our it's first fun. reaction want... first reaction videos <laughs> and they're fun they're fun you know like i i enjoy listening and talking to about these cameras so hopefully people get something out of this too mm. but absolutely all righty well it was a pleasure as always james yeah absolutely <laughs> until the next camera or actually next <laughs> next like week, two I weeks mean. so yeah <laughs> actually one just came out as of us planning this which was the s7 <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we will talk to your guys' ear holes in the next one. <laughs>